You are listening to Fanther Tracks. Fanship. Never heard of a word you fought? Should I have? It's a ship that made the castle run in less than 12 parsecs. What a piece of junk! Covering Star Wars vehicles in less than 12 parsecs, this is Start Your Engines. Don't get technical with me. Here are your hosts. Paul Naylor and Mark Newbold. You're listening to Start Your Engines. I'm your co-host Mark Newbold and joining me today is a fella who, well, have you even passed your driving test? It's debatable. It was a long time ago. Right, milk float then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's Paul Naylor. How are you doing, Paul? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm very well. We convened today... To celebrate Star Wars Podcast Day, it's 24 years since Jedi Talk launched on the 7th of February, 1999. So wow. every year, us and a number of other podcasts, other Phantom podcasts, we've got Desert Planet, Planet Layer and Making Tracks all celebrating Star Wars Podcast Day today. So we thought we would talk about one of the smaller vehicles on this mini episode. Yeah, let's do a small episode. Let's do a small episode. This is the 74Z speeder bike, or 74Z, as <laughs> our American cousins would say. That's the classic speeder bike from Return of the Jedi. The first time we saw one. The first time we saw Originally. one. <laughs> well, that's true. Chronologically, not so much, but, yeah. but actually in real world, yeah. Again, like we kick off most episodes, you know, what are your memories of seeing that speeder bike for the first time? Because, I mean, the first time I really remember it outside of the film, obviously, was the vehicle that we were sitting yeah. right over there. It was nicely placed in terms of pocket money availability, wasn't it? It really was. It was sort of same sort of price point as a mini rig. Yeah. So, but but it was a full size ship. It was one of the first images I remember seeing as well from the film. There was a, a model shop in the town I grew up, and it had a number of things. They had a catalogue, and you yeah. flick through it, and it was one of the ones that they actually did reveal. Yeah. Whereas there were other things, I think Jabba's Palace was there, but they didn't reveal yes. it. That was all blacked over. I think, where um, is it so now? It's, I don't think it's quite here, but I have got Jabba's Palace on the other yeah, side of the room. Yeah. yeah. So the speeder bike, straight away, it looked like it was going to play a significant role in what was then Revenge of the Jedi. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, it looked cool. Um, when the actual one came out, the, the, the boxed version, it looked good. It looked like it was straight from the screen. Some of the Star Wars vehicles, as we know, yeah. didn't necessarily look exactly like they should. It had got all sorts of functions on it. You could blow it apart. Yeah, You'd got those flaps that most people still yes. scrabbling around trying to find. True, we're always trying <laughs> to find the you flaps. Owe a, you owe me a flap. I think I do owe you a flap, actually. I'll have to have a look around and see if I've got any it spare looked, flaps. But yeah, it was a great little vehicle. And of course, the people at, uh, at Lucasfilm, they cleverly did it in such a way where you'd want more than one. Yes. Because, you know, there was at least five in a chase at one point, uh, I there think. There was, yeah. Um, count them know, all down. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you needed one for your Luke, one for your Leia, and some for your scout troopers. But yeah, it was a great little vehicle. So yeah, I remember vividly, you mentioned model shop. I remember having the Airfix speeder bike. Yeah. Which was actually, when you put it together, it was quite a size. It was, a, it was, like, it was almost like a six-inch figure size. Right, okay. But I was not crafty so i managed to put it together just about but i was also very impatient and the only paint i had was paint that i'd used to paint like a spitfire nice so for some reason i just painted my whole speeder bike and biker scout green cool no it was not cool <laughs> it was terrible well yeah you say that but perhaps you were a bit ahead of your time because there's like a clone wars variant version yes, of the scout trooper there is that looks green so yeah. you, you know you, yeah you're ahead I'd, of your time i'd like to claim premonition but i <laughs> i can't i can't Manufacturer. It was manufactured by Aritech Repulsor Company. They made a lot of swoops and speeder bikes back in the day, because all the Star Wars is back in the day, because it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's the 74Z speeder bike. And if you wanted to buy one, 
3,000 credits. Now, these are military vehicles, which did later, many years later, come onto the private market. So if you wanted to pick up a speeder bike, and I assume most people, if they did, they would mod it and do their own things to it. Technical specifications. 3.3 metres long. Now, that's a long vehicle. You you don't really appreciate it. When you go to conventions, usually the Legion and obviously the UK Garrison will have vehicles like this. And I know at National Space Centre when we were there, we saw one. And they're they're a decent size, aren't they? They You would never say they were 3.3. Three meters long, would you? No, no, and you you'd say them are nine foot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you and your imperial men. Oh, well, <laughs> had seemed appropriate. <laughs> but yeah, no, they are they are a, a sizable vehicle. I was just thinking that the last time we were over at the space center, we saw one of those kids having a photo mm. taken. They're a lovely prop, aren't they? To look yeah. at as well. Really are. Certainly, you're sort of just talking there about um, where it's actually built. In mm. fact, when we mentioned swoop bikes, when you watch Star Wars now. As in A New Hope, yeah. we've got the swoop bike that's been added into the scene on the approach to Mos Eisley yes. with the, uh, the Ronto. But we essentially didn't see a speeder bike until 1983. They kind of retconned them into Hoth, haven't they? everything, yeah. yeah. So they retconned them into Hoth, yeah. So allegedly they were they were on the Battle of Hoth. Yeah. Now, my lad, when he was little, collected the Galactic Heroes line of uh, Star Wars figures yeah. and bundled in with the Atat Walker, which was a great toy anyway, was a white version of the... Uh, already available in Galactic Hero Line, the, the brown speeder bikes. There's yeah. a white one. I'm trying to remember what the pilot was. It might have even been... I think it was an, an ATAT driver. But it was it was a lovely little... Edition. Emails to radio <laughs> at fantasyracks.com. It's, it's in the loft somewhere. Um, <laughs> that was just such a, a nice little thing to add into that mm, set, just yeah. to sort of acknowledge that these things might have been there. Just because you didn't see them doesn't mean they weren't there. True. And that is the, that is the true nature of retconning, which Star Wars does better than pretty much anything else. Maximum atmospheric speed... 500 kilometers an hour which is 310 miles per hour <laughs> so this thing can really go not pod racer fast but or riot racer fast yeah. probably but really fast but more than that when you think the skill it would take to pilot that through the redwoods i mean the big I, trees but through exactly, the redwoods exactly yeah i mean i was just thinking could you navigate that through all those big trees no. Well, no, a lot of those guys didn't, did they? <laughs> they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't quite make it through. Yeah. But even to attempt it, whether they were actually going full pelt... It makes you wonder, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, I mean, they're obviously trained. I mean, and know. Luke and Leia are Force-sensitive, so it, obviously they yeah. have that additional you know, yeah. benefit. Yeah, whether, whether Leia realised it or not at that stage. But, I mean, I would imagine 300, you're going to do that on an open plane Oh, sure, definitely. Like we saw Anakin in episode two. Or, or, or even in uh, Mandalorian when they're yes, going over the sand dunes on Tatooine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, um, it was interesting as well. Do you remember on the uh, making of Return of the Jedi mm. where you see them, how they filmed that scene? Oh, the so, animatic. So, yeah, the animatic with the 12-inch action figures. Yeah. They basically took a load of cameras out into the Redwood Forests. Yeah. And then sped up that footage. That's right. And then with the steady cam. Pilots with yeah. the steady cam, yeah. It was beautifully thought out. I can't think of anybody that I remember from when I was a kid that didn't have the speeder bike because it was that it was a, an entry level affordable vehicle. That's a good way of putting an entry level vehicle. It was, yeah. And like I say, you look at Jedi in terms of the toys at least. Whilst Empire had that first range of mini rigs, mm, yeah. stuff that was like kind of practical and in situ on Hoth. Yeah. Jedi was really great because you had the Ewok catapult, you had the yeah. hang glider, you had the Endor Forage Ranger. There was there was vehicles that really were, like you say, affordable for Thing, the collectors. Yeah, things that were that worked for those that weren't going to be getting the large scale Ewok village instantly. You yes, know, that, which that, I that, still that, haven't got. I still want. <laughs> nor me, nor me. Never still had that. want it. It was certainly a pipe dream even back then in the in, in the early eighties. Yeah, but. The chances were that uh, you'd get the hang glider and you'd get the catapult mm-hmm. because they were probably £5 or something like that. Well, especially when Tesco and all those predies were sort of <laughs> knocking them out for £1.50 just to oh, get short of them. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. It really is, it? isn't it? It really is. 
Sensor systems. Sensor systems, it had a terrain sensor. Clearly, you would need a terrain sensor to be able to navigate places like the forests of Endor. Uh, an optical sensor, a similar, similar situation. And a jammer, which, of course, we know. Yeah, Hit the jammer center switch, so we know exactly where that is on, on the console. Jam the comlink. Exactly, yep. and it had the onboard comlinks as well. Yep. So sparse, I mean, it's not going to have a lot of stuff on it. It's it's meant to be as light as possible, generally just piloted by one biker scout or one operator. Yep. Obviously, it can fit somebody on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Navigation system. Terrain sensor, as we've just mentioned. You'd need that, wouldn't you? You'd need something. You, you know, you, you can fly by the seat of your pants for so far, but... That would only take you so far, wouldn't yeah. it? Obviously, when you're a kid, when you see a speeder bike in any other environment than a forest, it feels a bit odd. It doesn't look right, does it? It doesn't look right because it feels like that's where it belongs. It's like the snow speeder, isn't it? We know it's yes. a, we know yeah. it's an air speeder. We know that it was retconned and retrofitted rather for yeah. you know well, for the snowy environment. In the film, we've been having trouble adapting the speeders. That's right. Yeah. But if you see that vehicle, I mean, you did see one in yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan. and it was really cool to see it, mm. but it didn't feel right not no. flying over the snow plains of Hoth. No, it felt like it was flying too high. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and it just felt out of place. Yeah. And and that's kind of what I think, until they started calling them swoop bikes, yeah. that were sort of adaptations, sort of slightly different versions of yeah. the speeder bike, yeah. that you could accept it in other environments other than just yeah. redwood forests. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. you think if you're flying that on Coruscant, yeah. you'd want to be Dexter Jetster's calf level <laughs> on the road, not Anakin and Obi Wan up in the in the high rises Absolutely. on one of those. Would oh you? my goodness, no! I mean, I, I would I would like to think that the speeder bike's probably got a maximum hovering height. Oh, they have a flight seat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not that much. <laughs> not that much. Yeah. Weapon systems. It had an AX20 blaster cannon that sits underneath that you see you see in that beautiful Macquarie painting yeah. with Luke on and you see the flash coming from the yeah. muzzle of the of the blaster. Not a lot of armament but uh, and not a lot of weaponry, but it wouldn't like you say it's it, like a hand blaster really. Yeah, and it's a patrol vehicle really, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. not something you'd generally send into war. That'd be the scout ahead of the scout walker. <laughs> yeah. If you've got a scout walker, you've got to have the speeder bikes as well. It feels like they would be a <laughs> complimentary set, doesn't it? Yeah. They'll probably come in one big pack the Empire buys from the shop. I think I think at some point they, they were bundled together, weren't they? In in later lines of action yeah. figures, you know, back in the nineties and early two thousands. For everything in one location, daily news, reviews, interviews, podcasts, video and social media feeds, bookmark Fathatracks.com for Star Wars News 24-7-365. It's had some appearances. We just mentioned, of course, it first appeared in Return of the Jedi, but it also turned up in Battlefront 1 and 2. It was in a deleted scene, believe it or not, from Attack of the Clones, but you did see it in Revenge of the Sith. Right. Which is kind of cool that that vehicle has got that much of a history and a lineage. It's turned up in plenty of comics, Han Solo, Imperial Cadet, Bounty Hunters, Crimson Rain, Dr. Aphra, the ongoing Star Wars title. It also turned up in Star Wars Battle Pod, which weirdly came up in an episode of Making Tracks recently. <laughs> Battle Pod, I've not thought about that forever, but you could ro- you could actually fly a speeder bike in that. And of course, Star Wars Trilogy Arcade, riding the speeder bike through there the trees. a great level on the Lego Star Wars Return of the Jedi, well, the complete saga. That's right. There's a great level with the speeder bikes on that. And also, going back to Jedi era, it was in the Ewoks Join the Fight book and record. Yeah. Hand-painted, beautiful artwork in there. So it's been seen in a lot of stuff, and of course... We saw it in The Mandalorian, in The Gunslinger. And not forgetting as well, 
and I never had one. I think probably some of the high-end collectors like Gus have probably got them. Yeah. There was that child speeder bike that you could buy to sit that's on. That's true. Pedal one. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I know that there's one at uh, Rancho Obi-Wan. I do know that. I mean, can you imagine only one of those yeah. now? I mean, I mean, you couldn't ride it, but, you know. No, but crazy prices for those. Oh, yeah. but so cool. And obviously, we're recording this in 2023. It's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Very appropriate that we're talking about these vehicles. Makes us feel very old. <laughs> I, I said this to somebody the other day, how Star Wars feels like it's getting on for 50 years old. Yeah. And Empire feels like it's out, but Jedi still weirdly feels like it's closer to us yeah. than Father. I think it's probably just because when you're young, the difference between what you were at seven or eight years old is vastly different to what you were at 12, 13. And also, I think Jedi was the first film that most of us had available to us to regularly watch. Yes. Okay, we had Star Wars. Yeah. If you recorded yeah. Star Wars on the telly, then then sure. But yeah. Jedi felt like the most accessible. Yeah. I know it's the first one I saw on pirate video. <laughs> Shouldn't admit to that, but I did. Uh, you know, so, so Jedi felt, I think for the longest time, most people, it was their favourite because it was so kinetic and so fast moving. And yeah. this vehicle, the speeder bike, is the literally the visual embodiment of speed and pace. It's, it's George Lucas's wet dream, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, in uh, in the original Star Wars, obviously you've got the attack on uh, on the Death Star. You've got that in Return of the Jedi as well. Mm. But in a way, the speeder bike scene is almost the equivalent of the Battle of Hoth. Mm. You know, it's that ground assault. It's a very different sort of pace to the rest of the film. And it's very grounded it's in very, a very Earth-like environment yes, as well, isn't yeah. it? It's something that, as kids, you could easily go out and, and repeat. I think I had a rally chopper at the time. Yeah. And, and my mates on their BMXs, and we'd be riding around the woods. And we'd be playing something called Cone Wars. Right. Which, <laughs> I wonder where we got that title from. No idea. Where we'd be throwing cones from our bikes at each other. But we were speeding around. As That's not what I expected bikes. Cone Wars to be, <laughs> got to be honest. <laughs> Those two scenes, Hoth in Empire and Endor in Jedi, are so grounded mm. and so sort of easy for us to imagine and recreate yeah and surely that's done on purpose as well and like you say when you watch the making of jedi and you see dennis muren and the team putting the toilet roll trees up and like you said the 12 inch figures on the speeder yeah. bike mock-up and and just getting the movement and how close it was to what they actually shot and and just the process of doing the steadicam garrett brown stuff and going out into the redwoods and walking and getting all that footage i watched uh, an interview recently with carrie fisher which would have been in 83 talking to david letterman and it just makes me smile how now everyone is so media trained and carrie was almost as acerbic and laid back as harrison ford the knowledge of the technology was just not there mm. and it was just fascinating to watch her talk about specifically this sequence from Jedi about the speeder bike sequence they showed oh, a little clip it was fantastic good time to be celebrating Return of the Jedi and definitely good time to be celebrating Star Wars Podcast Day Happy Birthday Podcast Day I didn't realise that it, it, it was that old yeah there is older Star Wars audio but as, yeah, a, but as a formal what you would consider now a podcast yeah were, were the classes podcasts back then I don't or think you know this conversation's happened before I, yeah I think I think the title the sort of the phraseology for what it is yeah. is way more modern than that yeah. I know I was doing pod, what you would call a podcast in sort of 2005 I don't remember podcast being a thing it's a more recent thing but no, the, the, the concept the label podcast seems yeah. a lot newer doesn't it yeah yeah so, I, it must yeah. come from like iPod yeah it must do yeah but nevertheless as a as a Star Wars talk show as a piece of audio Jedi talk was the first one 7th of February 1999 Phantom Menace is just about to come out so next year 25th anniversary yeah which hopefully we'll be back talking about something else. We'll make sure that all four <laughs> Fanta shows that talked about it this year are doing it again next year. We'll try and get Collector's Cast. We'll try and get Adam to do Fanta Down Under. We'll try and do a cannon fodder. Should we record it now? <laughs> <laughs> but we will be remiss not to mention 
that on the 7th to the 10th of April, it's Star Wars Celebration Europe at the XL on the Thames. Yeah. There's loads of cool things happening. Fanthatrax have got a number of podcasts that are going to be involved in the podcast stage or the Holonet news stage. A number of us are doing talks and panels. There's loads going on. Fanthatrax is in the zone with the Rebel Legion, Mando Merc, Saber Guild and the Dark Empire. So we're going to be very busy in there. Come and see us if you've got the time. Grab a badge, grab a pin, grab a handshake, whatever you can get. <laughs> and also in the evenings, there's stuff happening on all of the evenings. Thursday, the 6th of April is Boonta Eve. Friday, the 7th, is Return of the Bash which is the UK Garrison Jedi News event on Saturday the 8th on the River Thames itself it's Sail Bars to Celebration which is the Fanthatrax Rebel Legion Mando Mercs Dark Empire and Sabre Guild event which we're really looking forward to and then on Sunday the 9th it's Hashtag Cantina at the Indigo at the O2 and if you're sticking around and you've got a VIP ticket come to the King's Row the after show because Fanthatrax are hosting the VIP after show at the O2 it's all going to be amazing loads of information about this all on Fanthatrax we're going to be talking about it on all the podcasts but if you get the chance come and say hi and enjoy everything that Celebration's got to offer what he said if you want to be a part of the action and stay updated on all the latest Star Wars news, visit Fanthatracks.com or check out the free Fanthatracks app for the App Store to follow us on your mobile device. You can reach out to us to send in our listeners' questions by emailing radio at Fanthatracks.com. Comment, like and share on any of our social media feeds at Fanthatracks. And be sure to subscribe, leave a review, preferably a five-star one, on Amazon Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcatcher or smart speaker of choice. And as always, thanks to James Semple for composing the Fanthatracks intro and Mark Daniel and Vanessa Marshall for our voiceover. Remember, tune in to Good Morning Tatooine. It's live Sunday evenings at 9 o'clock UK, 4pm Eastern, 1pm Pacific on Facebook and YouTube. And check out our Fantatrax Radio Friday night rotation every Friday night at 7pm UK time for new episodes of the Phantom from Down Under, Planet Layer, Desert Planet Discs, Start Your Engines, Collecting Tracks, Cannon Fodder and special episodes of Making Tracks. And that's me done for this episode. Coming up next on Phantom Tracks Radio, it's the Phantom from Down Under.